episode 10. We've broken the threshold over 1,000 downloads. We know you're listening. We are the New Wrestling Alliance. We mean business. Once again, we are the New Wrestling Alliance. We mean business. Follow us on Twitter at WeAreNWA or on Instagram at New Wrestling Alliance. I am your man, P1J Dub. To my left, your right. I know you can't see him. It is M. How's it going, man? I just had a very potent premonition. This is going to be a great episode, everybody. And again! And again! Yes! And to my right, your left. I know you still can't see him, but it's my very good friend, Ichi. How's it going? This is Darius Ichi, everybody. Welcome to the 10th episode. You are definitely in for a great surprise as we kick off our WrestleMania podcast. And with the WrestleMania theme, we're going to be hitting on a lot of topics. We're going to have ourselves three, count them, three hot seats. We're going to make sure we talk about Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, and we're just going to make sure we continue to talk about our predictions and what we're most looking forward to with with, um, Raw, SmackDown, and WrestleMania going forward. But we're just going to jump right into it. Hot seat number one. And what you going to do? WrestleMania moment. Ichi, you got the ball first. I would honestly have to say WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, Chicago, Rose My Horizon, one of the best matches. Should have been the main event for that night, but I think it was like Undertaker Sid or some crazy shit like that, or Undertaker Nash. I'm going to go just one year before you. WrestleMania 12, Anaheim, California. Iron Man match. The boyhood dream has come true for Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels defeating Bret the Hitman Hart. My favorite WrestleMania moment would be WrestleMania 10. Uh, It would be HBK versus Razor Ramon. Uh, I just feel like everything is leading up to it. You know, you had the bogus Intercontinental belt versus the legit intercontinental belt and then just michael's flying from the top of the ladder is just one of my favorites i'd like to just point out that um two of the three favorite moments included Shawn michaels but that's neither here nor there but two of them also but two of them also included (laughs) Bret hart what are you talking about very true hey that's why we had and that's exactly why we had the debates of Shawn michaels and Bret hart Shawn michaels still being the greatest wrestler of all time in my opinion Next to Bring that compared to these two knuckleheads. <laughs> so we're just going to jump right into it. Raw's come and gone. Many matches, and we're starting to shape up our WrestleMania card. We know now that we have The Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. We know that we have Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. We know that... We have a fatal four-way match for the women's title that I'm very, very excited for. Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, and everybody's favorite champ on this panel, Bailey. I'm just going to go jump right into it for this fatal four-way match right now. What are your feelings on it right now, Ichi? Um, I'm really actually looking forward to uh, Sasha. Um being in this match and Nia Jax, but I honestly think that Charlotte might pull it off. 
Um, her record has shown time and time again that she is, you know, the number one woman uh, for uh, for these pay uh, for these pay per views. So I feel like she could be she, her her um, chances of winning. I think are very high. Um, but um, I'm also um, really really pulling for Sasha. But we can also see uh, Nia uh, Jax, I think, winning as well. But I just don't think that they're going to put the title on Nia Jax this quick. Um, and Bailey's losing, no, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, I, I repeat last episode, anyone but Bailey. Um, like I said, she's she's just so boring. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I'd like to really see Nia carry the belt. Um, she's not really ready on the mic yet, but in ring, she's just dominant. Um, I'd be okay with Char- uh, Charlotte or Sasha, um, but I'm kind of getting tired of that back and forth between them, so I think we need some new blood. I mean, the popular decision would be Sasha Banks. I'm loving the slow heel turn. But I mean, you know, old, honestly, I'm in. I might be in the minority. I can be okay with Bailey winning. Is that in my pick? Sure. No, it's not. But when the Raw Women's Division is dying for a true babyface outside of Bailey. Now we have Sasha turn heel. We have Dominic Nia Jax, and we have heel Charlotte. I mean, who's that? Are we going? We're we just going to be stuck with Bailey chasing one of these three for the belt. So I think storyline wise, it makes more sense for Bailey to win, and it gives the feel good feel good story. Everyone needs a hug. I disagree. I feel like Bailey, um, her time as champion is ran its course. You know, I can we so get another champion? Who's gonna be who's gonna who's gonna be the face that they go against? They go that that goes against one of these heel competitors. I mean, unless they just keep Sasha as a face, I don't know. But I'm okay with Bailey not being champion. I don't necessarily care that that there's no super face on the Raw brand. Um, I mean, it's bring up some other talent. You know what I mean? What about, um, I don't know, Alicia Fox. <laughs> it's my second time mentioning her, but it's like, you know. Or, or. Hashtag Alicia Fox. I mean, or? Asuka is going against uh, Ember Moon. So if mm-hmm. Asuka mm-hmm. loses, we could see her on Raw. You know what? <laughs> I mean, I hear that. I mean, like I said, at some point, I mean, we need to have some major, we still need to have some faces. I mean, they can always shake up the roster. Like I said, they, the women's roster, while they're more competitive matches and I think they're more in-depth, it needs to still be consolidated just and be exclusive, either exclusively to Raw or exclusively to SmackDown because now we have a situation where we don't have enough faces and we don't have, and we, or we have a imbalance. So, but I think that I think taking away from that's a nitpicking that that would be taking away from what the, what I think is going to be an awesome awesome match. You have four wrestlers, four women wrestlers. I and I want and I don't and I don't mean to just um, highlight the fact that the women, but they can go in the ring and they put on entertaining matches. I think that coming here at WrestleMania, they are going to put on a show. Everyone but Bailey. 
<laughs> Everyone but Bailey. Well, I mean, Bailey is not she's not a horrible wrestler. I just I really honestly just dislike her um her finisher, the the be- the Bailey to belly suplex. Yeah, she just she just really needs a new yeah uh move list. Character. Oh, oh yeah, move list. <laughs> Oopset. Yeah. <laughs> Each ass went straight for the yeah. character. <laughs> she, she just needs to be a new Jeez, person. I mean, <laughs> right. Jeez, Bailey gives hugs. I mean, I'm, that's not a bad character. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and switch gears to another Raw match that I know that a few of us are extremely excited about. Imp, I know you have some strong thoughts about it. We have U.S. champion Chris Jericho versus former WWE Universal champion Kevin Owens at KO Mania 2. It is for the U.S. championship. Let's just take a moment to drink it in, man. And Ep, just tell us your thoughts on it and just how are you feeling about this feud and how it's progressing? I feel like this is one of the most well-done feuds going into WrestleMania. I mean, they've been building on it and building on it, and I think everyone's ready to see the conclusion. Yeah, I think, like, even the promo going on that um, Jericho had with the real Kevin Owens showing direct messages where Kevin Owens was asking for advice, going to the point where he had him in the basement. And I think that Jericho really drove home the fact that hey, yeah, you were a fan of mine when I was doing this. We're going to be on the biggest stage of them all, and you're sitting here trying to be this callous person, but deep down inside, you're a Jericho-holic. I think that they're hitting on some buttons that's going to show the side of Kevin Owens that, in my opinion, hasn't been re- released yet. I think it's the Kevin Owens that, if you're a Ring of Honor fan, it's the Kevin Steens, it's the, it's Kill Steen Kill. You're going to see the a, a different level of aggression. The Kevin Owens that I think that will set the tone for how he's going to have his 2017. Yeah, I'll have to agree with, with both of you guys. I think that um, KO and Y2J, their feud has definitely um been one for the ages uh for the 2016-2017 um year uh KO has I feel like now is his time to be like what Jordan was saying be aggressive be that one um and dominate his match uh I do see uh KO uh beating Jericho at Mania um but I feel like it'll be um, down like down to the uh, down to the um like the last minute for that match. I think that it's gonna be um just a great matchup. Um, I I love the chemistry between the two, even the festival of friendship. I thought that it was just well planned. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really gonna be digging this match. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we all hit on it. It's a, it's a solid nine month build. You had friendship. You had them carrying. Universal belts, U.S. titles, they were the dominant faction. They had Triple H, they had Stephanie on their side. I think, and, and it just comes, and it's, and it's coming full circle. And KO's explanation to it was perfect. And I think that just overall, you're seeing the fruition of two great wrestlers and two great minds 
bring something together for the conclusion on the grandest stage of them all. Plus, Jericho has a Fozzy tour coming up. Yeah, and I was just going to um, mention that because, I mean, this is Jericho's, um, like, third hoorah-rah for coming back to the WWE. Um, those other two times that he came back, I wasn't, you know, a big Jericho fan, but I feel like this... Um, he was superstar of the year in 2008! Doesn't matter. This The thing is, is that... Um, you see who I got. You see who I got to work with here. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. The thing is, is that this this feud between, oh, I mean, well, this chemistry between KO and Y2J, I felt like they gelled well. That is what really made me invested into this, um, into this, uh, into this feud. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, uh, I feel like the biggest difference with this go around is that Y2J actually cared. He seemed really into the storylines himself rather than, you know, just going out there and putting on a good match. He seemed to be having fun with it. I don't know. I mean, 08 Jericho and Shawn Michaels, that dude, that's, that was very well written. And I think that created and that propelled Jericho into that 2008 uh, superstar of the year. But then again, I've been the big Jericho fan and, some of you all haven't. Now I think you all understand that you all can get the whole gift of Jericho. Wrap it in, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and um. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, talk about. I guess we can. I guess the unofficial interpromotional battle. Roman Reigns, Undertaker. We saw some aggression on the last episode of Raw. Undertaker actually took a spear. Looking forward to anything with this um match in the build up, each uh, Of course I am. Of course I am. Um, it all dated back to Royal Rumble at the beginning of the year with um, Roman eliminating Undertaker out of the Royal Rumble. I knew from there that it had to be some type of fight that was going to be um, spewing at WrestleMania. Roman has looked dominant from his matches with uh, Rusev from last year. Um, uh, getting better on a mic, getting better in the ring. I have not seen a horrible match from Roman Reigns in probably like the last six, seven months. Um, on the contrary, I would say The Undertaker is a legend. He's phenomenal. It's WrestleMania. It's like you know what's going to go down. Undertaker is going to deliver. But I feel like Undertaker hopefully will put Roman over. I feel like Roman deserves it. Um, I do understand uh, where Jordan or even Imp might feel like he has like the John Cena effect because that's the way that the creative try to like push it. But I feel like Roman Reigns is just he's he's top notch, and I feel like Undertaker um, and his match is gonna be uh, pretty damn good come Mania. I mean, I I'm not I'm not indifferent. I'm very excited for it. I think that the last the last Raw could have been a little bit better with the way that and maybe that's again me nitpicking. Roman Reigns hitting hitting Taker with the spear and Taker like rising up immediately versus at versus later in the later and after um, a few minutes moments afterwards. 
we get it. You're going to rise up. I think the the appeal would be to show that the spear has no effect and it would create that sense of doubt in Roman Reigns. But I'm all for it. I think that it's been a great build. I think it's going to be a great match. I think that Roman, who, like you said, has not put off or put on a bad match in for the better part of two years, is going to do his thing. And again, the Undertaker, he, he's going to do his spots. Undertaker is going is a the Undertaker is a show in himself. Yeah. Do you think that Roman actually gets put over by the Undertaker, or does the Undertaker go over on uh, Roman? I could actually see it going either way. Um, either way, I'll be okay. Um, I'd like to see the Undertaker win. Um, I don't think it's time for him to give up the yard yet, even if he is Grandpa Taker. Um, <laughs> but either way, I think it's going to be one of the top two matches of the night. Um, Taker always puts on a good uh, show, even if he is getting up there in the age. He still puts on a good show, in my opinion. Um, Reigns is always money. So I think either way, it's going to be a good good match. I think also um, just the fact that um, that Roman is facing the Undertaker puts him into another caliber. I think when you actually wrestle the Undertaker, it says something about um, you, the opponent. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's yeah, where, no doubt, you know yeah, what I mean. No doubt, you know, yeah, no doubt, yeah, no doubt. The you, the being just being in the same ring as Undertaker puts you on in a different tier. You get the rub, the fact that you have a legend, the yeah. person who used to have the streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're one of X amount of people who have gone one on one with the Undertaker at WrestleMania. That in exactly. itself is an honor. Facts. And then let's just finish here talk finish up talking about the WWE Universal Championship. We have our champ Bill Goldberg and we have the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. So we're starting to get to that point. Does it have that big big match feel to you? Imp? It's starting to get there. Uh I'm really hoping that uh, this is an actual match and not another one of those uh, <laughs> three-minute matches, if that. Um, but I'm excited. Uh, I think the build-up was done well, even though, you know, they weren't there all year. Um, but I'm pretty excited for it. I would have to agree. Um, I would have to agree. I am excited for the Goldberg uh Brock Lesnar feud. Um but I would have to say I've never I've never been, like I mentioned in previous podcasts, a huge fan of Goldberg. Um Brock is gonna have to he's gonna have to t- get the W. He can't take any more L's. It's it's no. <laughs> I mean Goldberg Goldberg is cool in the nineties. But I feel like for Brock to put Goldberg over again at Mania is just uh, it's just um I think it would be pointless even with the um even with the um uh, with the build up from Paul Heyman I just think that it'll still just be um 
bad on the part if Brock actually loses. So uh, I really don't want Brock to uh, disappoint me <laughs> um, or other uh, fans. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm I'm over the whole Goldberg hype. You know, it's Team Brock. That's the thing. I I appreciate the Goldberg nostalgia feel for what it is, but I also think it's ran its course. It's been because we're not getting the quick matches night in and night out. We're getting three-month build-up for 30-second matches three different times. So I appreciate it, but after three times on three pay-per-views and minimal work, I'm... I'm not going to say I'm skeptical because I know what Brock Lesnar can do in the ring, but Goldberg and it's a boat, but Goldberg, I'm, I still have to see him be able to put on a match. I'm hopeful that they're going to rectify the WrestleMania 20, uh, just fiasco, but I need, I want to see what Goldberg can do in the ring. Maybe he's been, maybe he's been sitting here and they've been putting on these 30 second matches so he can get into in ring shape so he can carry a 20 minute match with gold with Brock. But jury's still out. That being said though, I mean, I'm all but certain that Brock Lesnar wins the match. Yeah. I mean, the uh, Goldberg hype train is what it is. What it, I mean, you know, uh, that's the whole reason he's at mania is because he brings the hype and the excitement that is Goldberg. Um, but if they decide to give him a similar contract as Lesnar, he's got to start putting on some, you know, money matches. I can't, I'll, like, I'm not going to be here for the pay-per-views if all his matches are going to be, like, squash matches. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm too old for that. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I... <sighs> I don't need any more fluke matches. Uh, you know, I could say that for Shaq and Big Show. It, you know, I'm I'm to the point where um, it's like, yes, you know, we get the Goldberg hype. We get it. But Brock is Brock Lesnar. He's the beast. You can't have it where the beast, you know, is not, you know, being beast like <laughs> you know it's, especially it's, if he just you know if he ended the streak exactly facts yeah i think yeah it's a, yeah what does it look like for brock lesnar a person who ended the streak at wrestlemania to lose at wrestlemania i mean so i mean we'll see and i purposely did not say it with the raw brand because i guess technically it's not going to be a raw brand it's it's one of those off the record matches, Seth Rollins, Triple H, it's gotten pretty intense. We've seen the return of Seth Rollins and we've seen Triple H take that knee right back out. Seth is hell bent on seeing and fighting Triple H at WrestleMania. Ichi, what are your thoughts on it? I'll, I'll, I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm going to say, and I'll have something to say after. For this feud, I've, I was definitely um, invested more in the feud um prior to South Rollins injury. Um this is really building up um pretty well. It's getting heated. Uh Triple H is turning orange in the ring, man. So it's 
you know, it's um it's really it's really one of the the matches that um looking forward to it as as Jordan had said like I guess impromptu not necessarily raw or smackdown. <clears throat> I think that the feud is um is uh, going to brew past um mania. Um yeah, I'm really excited for this match. Um Rollins is always money. Um even when he's injuring people he's money. So, I think either will Either way, whatever outcome, I think it's going to be entertaining. Uh, Triple H has been doing a good job of pushing it, especially uh, having uh, the the Destroyer, Samoa Joe, try to take Rollins out. And, you know, Rollins going through his uh, Iron Man uh, rehab. So I think uh, I'm really excited. I'm telling you, he's the generation. I'm telling you, he's this generation, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, hopefully he'll never have to find his smile though. Who's who's this generation, Shawn Michaels? Seth. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I was just gonna say, hopefully he doesn't have to find his <laughs> smile. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> also, no, they... CrossFit Jesus doesn't need drugs. <laughs> but I mean, we can also we can also talk about the fact that the build up has also become personal with um with the relationship between uh Seth and Stephanie. Um Yeah, it definitely has raw you know, <clears throat> Yeah, some yeah you had a situation where Seth pretty much came in for the save for Mick Foley who's now fired as general manager of Raw. You got yeah. I mean I think I mean I think it's got that sense of realism where you saw on like um reputable um um, news sites. I mean, Bleacher Report, ESPN reporting Seth's knee injury, and then just the rehab. I think it blend. It has that. It blends in realism plus sports entertainment, and it's a white hot feud. Exactly. So I mean, you know, even going back to to um, to this. So it's like with Triple H bringing in Seth under you know um, under his wing. Then betraying him and uh, putting Kevin Owens in the mix, adding Joe to the mix. So it's definitely personal. It's definitely getting there. It's definitely going to be uh, um, one of the top matches of uh, WrestleMania. And speaking of top matches, we just we put a lot of emphasis on the red brand, but let's talk about the blue brand because they've been whooping Raw's ass. SmackDown come and gone we're starting to see these matches kind of um filter themselves out we have ourselves a match that we predicted earlier aj styles shane mcmahon the intensity of this feud is awesome to me any thoughts on this i know you shot down my hopes of nakamura and aj but i know you were excited for shane and aj also what are your thoughts on it Yeah, I'm really excited about uh, SmackDown's side of Mania. Uh, they have a lot of good matches uh, booked. Um, I feel like last SmackDown, uh, Shane kind of showed what his match with AJ is going to be like. And, you know, Shane's all about that money uh, that money spot. So something big is going to happen. Yeah, I think that um, I think that, that Aiden... AJ's used to the scene. 
Shane's used to the WWE WrestleMania scene. AJ Styles, regardless of if this is his second WrestleMania or not, he's been used to the spotlight. Again, he's been all over the he's been all over the world. Wrestle Kingdom, New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's wrestling in front of hundreds of thousands of people. He's going it's going it's going to be entertaining because it's going to be I think it's going to be a situation of one upsmanship. Shane's going to push the envelope and AJ who's phenomenal will go ahead and put on a show. I think I hope it's just I hope that Shane can keep up with AJ because he's in for a ride. Yeah, I was going to say um the only thing about this feud I felt like it was uh rushed. I feel like they should have um, started this feud a few months ago. Um, I am still invested in the feud, but I feel like they should have started the feud um, uh, a little bit before. Uh, this this feud also reminds me of um, of the ninety six ninety six uh, Bret Hart Vince McMahon, um, you know, not being appreciated, not being you know, recognized because point blank period, AJ Styles should have been in the main event at WrestleMania. That's just from a fan's perspective. But at the same time, you know, I can I can see, you know, the build up of him saying, Oh, you know, having having Shane say, you know, hold on, you know, I'm gonna get you a match, I'm gonna get you a match. And next thing you know, it's with Shane, <laughs> so you know I'm I'm definitely not um, upset about it. Um, Shane delivers, which he proved on SmackDown, and AJ is nothing but phenomenal. So you can't, you know, deny any of his wrestling ability. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's it's this feud should have happened a little bit before, um, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. The build-up could have been better, um, but I feel like they still got the point across. Um, We all know that AJ's going to be around for a while. I mean, his career so far in the WWE has been phenomenal. Um, And I think it's kind of a a kind of a nod to him to have him go against Shane. I mean, you're going against the owner's uh, son. So, I mean, that's some trust right there. Yeah, and um, I heard rumors that um, Shawn Michaels was actually a potential opponent for AJ at this year's WrestleMania. Um, that that in itself would have been uh, a pretty, pretty, pretty great matchup. Um, definitely. Yeah, because, you know, Shawn Michaels never puts on bad matches. But that's beside the point. Except for that one with Owen Hart when he passed out. That was a great match, too. We're not going to talk about the greatness of Shawn Michaels right now. And We're his talking about drugs. phenomenal. <laughs> he defeated that, too. He defeated that, too. If you want to see if you want to if you want to read all about it, make sure you read Shawn Michaels' books. He talks about his cha- about his battle with his demons and his de- and his defeating of drugs. But again, let's continue cheap talking pop, about phenomenal. Cheap pop. We're gonna continue talking about the phenomenal AJ Styles. I agree. That's a nod. The fact that Shane McMahon, who has who has who's coming off of a seven eight year hiatus, 
his first match back was against The Undertaker. Come back to the next WrestleMania against AJ Styles, being put in that same echelon. It sounds it sounds good. It looks pretty good. I mean, as much as Shane's not a is not a full time competitor, it's still a positive rub, especially for AJ, who has continued to carry the blue brand on his back and has helped them defeat Raw in the ratings brand, in the ratings battle. So I'm looking forward to that. And his Speaking matches are of, still longer than Goldberg's. Of course. Spe- <laughs> so speaking about the so speaking about the main event that AJ Styles we wanted him to be in the main event we have the Viper Royal Rumble winner Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt and SmackDown we saw we saw the intensity pick right back up Bray Wyatt doing some more creepy shit Ichi what's your thoughts on this in the direction it's headed All right Bray Show your face. This is going to be um, one of those matches that we've been looking forward to for a long time. That feud that they had um, with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt prior to them becoming a tag team, prior to Randy Orton joining the Wyatts, it all has now come into full circle. So I feel like this match is um, definitely one that I'm invested in. Um, I, I don't know who's going to actually um, win this title and win this match. I, you know, because Bray has only been champion um, not too long. And I feel like, uh, yeah, you know, the with, right, since the chamber and with with. With uh, Randy Orton winning Rumble, usually, usually Rumble winners um, go on to win the title. Not necessarily. 75% of the time. Right, 75% of the time. You know what I mean? So it's, I'm on a fence. I don't know who's going to actually take this one, but I would say that my predictions would be um, Randy Orton, actually. I mean, I I look at it. I see that I see, I see that this feud is just starting at WrestleMania and is going to carry on into the summer. Well, which I hope, they, I'm hoping that Bray goes over and and look and I'm looking forward to a title reign that solidifies Bray as a main eventer not, and not just a main event jobber. Yeah, you know, and Ab- yeah, and Abigail is gonna have Sister Abigail is gonna have to like somehow pop back up. It's gonna to have to be like some some um, Undertaker type magic or something going on in this match. Yeah, I'm I'm also really excited for this match. I feel like it's gonna be another one that might be one of the top two of the ma- uh, night. Um, I personally hope Wyatt does win, uh, just because I feel his after Mania matches have more. Uh, there's just more variety there that I would be interested in. Um, if Orton wins, I just feel like they're going to be, they're going to shove Orton versus Cena on us real soon. And I'm just not ready for that again. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Let's just go ahead and shift gears from one belt to another intercontinental champion. Dean Ambrose will be going against Baron Corbin. Ichi, you're a huge Corbin fan. I know you've been singing his praises. What are you most looking forward to with this match? Uh, what I'm looking forward to in this match is 
not only is Baron Corbin going to be your next Intercontinental Champion, but um, he is going to dominate that match. Uh, this past uh, this past SmackDown, um, he went against Randy Orton, so I felt like they were really trying to just incorporate um, Randy Orton uh, for his match against Bray. Um, but the but Corbin was giving him some go, which I which I liked a lot. Um, so I feel like his match with Dean Ambrose is going to be uh, pretty good. Um, I'm a big fan of Corbin. Uh, Dean Ambrose has been kind of on the uh, stale side. Yeah, is I'm, I'm I was kind of kind of confused. So it's 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 to the point where it's like, okay, are you guys just easily just trying to move him out of the intercontinental position? I mean, it was great that they got the belt off of the Miz, but at the same time, we could have just kept it on the Miz if you were just gonna, you know, have, you know, um, Dean Ambrose's distill and his his um his promos haven't been as good as you know in the past when he was feuding with Jericho and you know it's just I don't know it's just um just a different Ambrose I've seen from from the past uh, three, four months. I feel like they have Ambrose on like a hold pattern. <laughs> like he's not really doing much. He's not really saying much. Uh, he's going around like, getting like in he's random just a, battles. Yeah, he's just a filler champion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, I agree. Corbin does need to win. Um, I think this will give him a big boost to his career. Uh, I'm still not a fan of Corbin. Maybe one day I will be, but I don't know. His character just doesn't, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he just doesn't do it for me. Insert booze. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that, I think it does two things. I think it gets Dean out of the IC belt picture. I think it gives Corbin the rub and he gets pushed up to the next level. I think um, I was impressed with how Corbin was able to carry himself against Randy Orton. I am I, I will admit I wasn't the hugest Corbin fan, but as um, was documented on some of these episodes. But as Ichi said, has shown, hey, it's someone who can grow on you, and I'm looking forward to how this match goes. It's going to be hard hitting. I'm looking forward. I'm hoping that it's no DQ and it's hopefully involves a forklift again. Me too. I, hilarious. I, I... I was I was hoping for um, a, a no DQ uh, bout at uh, Mania as well. I feel like um, you know because Dean Ambrose he's he's still a great worker, so I feel like they can definitely um, put some go into this match and um, Corbin comes out on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to a great IC title match. But we talked, we touched on I, on great IC title matches. And speaking of great IC title matches and great IC champions, The Miz and Maurice are continuing to set the bar high. SmackDown had unseen footage of Total Bellas. Amp, tell me what you thought of these scenes. These scenes were spot on and hilarious. Uh, the Miz continues to uh, entertain on the non-ring side. 
Um, I mean, he single-handedly <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> he single-handedly non, is making non, me. You said what? Non-ringside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he he single-handedly makes me uh, interested in this beef. Um, <laughs> I could care less about the match per se, but he he's killing it. Yeah, I'll have to agree. Um, as far as his mic skills, Miz is he's t- he's top notch. I know it's. Oh, I feel like I'm like. I feel like I'm like di- like puking inside when I say this, but <laughs> Miz has been pretty damn good. Um, um, in his promos uh, for Cena, and if you guys call it talking smack, I feel like. It up the uh, it up the ante um, from from the scenes that we saw from the uh, missing um, total Bellas, and you know it's it's where I'm I'm invested I'm invested only because more more because I want to see Cena more than uh, the Miz but Miz is actually making me um, invested into. Uh, into this matchup and hopefully uh, John Cena pops the question to Nikki at Mania. It pains you all to give my man the Miz his props. Number one, Total Bellas, the unforeseen footage, total bullshit was hilarious. Rule number 40 of John Cena's house rules in the living room by forgetting to use drink coasters. (laughs) You love that one. I love that one. <laughs> and, it, and the thing is, is that The Miz is continuing just to be awesome in his promos. He's putting on great matches. I've documented all of his matches in 2016. You can go on the WWE Network and see some of the greatest matches of 2016. The Miz is in just a few of them. So it sounds, it, like, it sounds like you wasted a lot of your 2016 watching Miz matches. But I would say that I would have to agree with John Cena that Mike, a.k.a. The Miz, he's only good when he's someone else, when he's being someone else. He impersonates – he took a lot of Jericho's material. He he takes a lot of Daniel Bryan's uh, uh, move skills and move sets. And, you know, it's to the point where, you know, the Miz. Yeah, listen, you you keep on forgetting the fact that the Miz is a heel. The stuff that he's doing that you hate, you're supposed to hate it. He's the bad guy. No, no, no. I don't think that that's. You hate him. You hate hate him. You're invested in him enough to hate on him. But yet you're going to give him his praises for his promo work. And you're looking forward to his match with him. Maurice versus Nikki Bella and John Cena because The Miz is doing awesome work. It's not necessarily it's it's because we want to see The Miz get beat up. <laughs> it's That's because, what a good heel's supposed he, to do. Yes, but, you're, 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 but you're, he you're can't wrestle. Utilizing The Miz for being a great heel. He can't wrestle Jordan. Stop it. <laughs> he was just in a match of the year candidate in 2016. 
and look, he's we've going... talked about this multiple times, where no one in that, no one, no one in the WWE universe, none of the ninety people that downloaded our podcast in the first three days will agree that they were checking that match for the Miz. It was for Cesaro, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Now stop it, Jordan. <laughs> And the Miz just so happened to walk in as champ and walk out as champ. Come yeah, on. Filler. Filler champion. And as of January, he is no longer with that belt. You see, these are the people that I still got to work with. They don't want to give the Miz his credit, even though they want to give him his credit. And that's perfectly fine. So we're going we're gonna to take a break from Raw and SmackDown. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take a deep breath in. Drink it in, man. So we're gonna go ahead and switch gears. We've been talking about a lot of Raw SmackDown, and what we're looking forward to with WrestleMania, our second hot seat. And what you gonna do? Continue with our WrestleMania theme. We talked about our best. Now we're gonna talk about our worst WrestleMania moments. Yeah. Uh, this one's an easy one. Um, I'll probably dislike this moment forever. Uh, it's when the Undertaker's streak ends at uh, Mania 30. Uh, still feels the worst decision, and I uh, don't think that'll ever change for me. One of the worst Mania, um, one of the worst Mania moments for me had to be WrestleMania 9, when um, when Mr. Fuji threw the powder into Bret Hart's face and he lost, and then all of a sudden Hulk Hogan just popped his easy going ass <laughs> into the main event picture and just got the title from Yokozuna and I was like what the fuck I'm going to go with Wrestlemania 28 and we all were there That's, I'm not going to say the start of the yes movement but South Beach was rocking with the yes chant Wrestlemania we're I there chan- we're there chanting yes we're finally going to get a Daniel Bryan entering in as champion the crowd, if you rewatch it on the WWE Network, and in 18 seconds, you took that moment away from us. And Daniel Bryan not only lost, but didn't even have a match. Bro kick one, two, three. Probably yeah. the worst WrestleMania moment I had. Yeah, I agree. Now we got, we got SmackDown Raw and underneath the belt. Let's talk about NXT, especially with uh, NXT WrestleMania coming up. The glorious Bobby Roode is continuing to be the champ. Ichi Imp. Which one of you all want to take this? Because this is just straight fire right now, in my opinion. Nakamura, Bobby Roode. I'm excited about this match. Um, I enjoyed the first one. I think that this is going to be nothing but phenomenal. Um, Nakamura is back. Bobby Roode is looking glorious. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it um, a lot. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for this rematch. Um, it's definitely going to be um, hopefully, uh, actually, I, 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 I'm okay with either one winning. Uh, Rude has been a good champion. Um, Nakamura's always on the ball. I'm thinking Rude's going to win because I'm thinking uh, it's almost time for Nakamura to get called up. To go against AJ at WrestleMania. 
But yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to this. I think that I'm looking forward to Nakamura putting on a New Japan style match, bringing back the King of Strong style. Because, I mean, we've seen the aggressive streak. I mean, we've seen the theatrics of Nakamura, and he's been putting on great matches. But the aggression that he's been showing since his return is something that I'm looking forward to. And to see if Bobby Roode can really take it to, like he said, when he came to NXT, that next level. Because right now, Nakamura is white hot. He's coming after the belt. It's up to you, Bobby Roode. And I'm looking forward to not only your entrance, but for you to continue on as champ. Yeah, I'll have to agree with that. I feel like Nakamura coming back, he's been more dominant. He's been more physical. He's been more in your face. Even um, his last match with um, TJ Perkins, um, and you know how much of a TJ Perkins uh, fan I am, and I feel like he was very, very aggressive and very uh, dominating, and he's really making, uh, making a stand, and I think that Bobby Roode is in for a sweet treat. But um, I have to agree. I think that Bobby Roode might actually um, uh, keep the title. I think I'm also excited to see which one of them has the best entrance. My goodness. That's the Orlando is going to be set on fire. So on the women's side of things, we have not the female Goldberg because her matches actually last longer than most pe- most guys in the bed. Oscar is going against Amber Moon. Again. She doesn't put on bad matches. It's And similar to what you were talking about with Nakamura, I think it might be Asuka's time, almost her time to come up to the main roster. Do you think she puts Amber Moon over, or do, do we continue to see the dominant Asuka on NXT? You know, I think it's time for uh, Asuka to make it to the big show. So I think if she puts over Amber Moon. Yeah, um, that eclipse that Amber Moon puts on her opponents is something serious. Um, but Oscar is still undefeated, and yeah, that's gonna be a terrific uh, matchup. I'm really, really digging um, Ember Moon's um, wrestling skill in the ring. Um, I think that it'll be a great matchup for Oscar. Really, really good. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really digging this match. Yeah, I really like how they've been building it up too. Um, they're making uh, Ember Moon seem really dangerous, and uh, I'm liking that they're making Asuka seem like she already knows that she's going to destroy her. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the Battle of the Capes. And, I mean, they've, they've, taken the, they've taken the appropriate steps, and I like the way that they've gotten Austin Aries to face Neville. Austin Aries, Neville, 205 Live, going from there, that is going to be showcased at WrestleMania. Ichi, what do you look most looking forward to from the, from our Cape Cape Crusader friends? Yo, this match is about to be nothing but bananas. I have been watching 205 Live since it debuted. It. Um, I'm really, 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 really a huge fan of um, um of this feud. I felt like it was uh, planned um, very well. Chicago uh, crowd put Aries over. Uh, when he uh, confronted Neville, um, Neville has been looking uh, very great uh, for these uh, um, for these past couple months. And when he won a title, I feel like Aries is uh, is over, and I feel like Aries um, will be dominant in the match as well. But I feel like Neville and him are gonna just give each other a run for their money. 
and in the end, hopefully it's Aries as uh as the top man. Yeah, I think either way, um, they're gonna put on a clinic. It's gonna be an amazing match. Even on a two oh five, uh, Neville continues to put on amazing matches. Um, so I feel whoever takes the belt this that night, um, will continue on. Um, I feel like Neville can still be amazing without the belt. Um, but I feel like uh, Aries might need this belt to put him up there so that uh, he also continues to look like a threat and not just full of shit. Yeah, I mean, Neville's been doing his thing, and Austin Aries, the monk here, the greatest man that ever lived. Austin Aries puts on phenomenal matches. Let's let's not just cuff him as a 205 Live person. Austin Aries is a former world champion. He's gone all over the world. He's pretty much AJ Styles minus um, four inches. Pause. However, I'm just looking looking forward to what these two can actually do. And WWE, please do not put the fucking purple ropes on at WrestleMania. Let them just wrestle. Please. Oh, but they will. You know those purple ropes are coming. <laughs> oh, they're going up. <laughs> those, those are the first oh. things packed. Those are the first things packed on the trailers. <laughs> WWE, but, get rid of the damn purple ropes. You know, no, no matter the outcome of this, um, this matchup between Aries and Neville, what I'm really looking forward to is Tazawa versus the Brian Kendrick. I'm a man with a plan. This match has been building up for the past uh, month or so. Um, the Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick with all his um all his mind games and all his um, you know, debauchery. <laughs> he's really he's really definitely um showing that he has uh, the character um, for 205 Live. I feel like um, between him, Aries, Neville, you, you, I think like Impet mentioned it um, a few podcasts ago, you don't really see a lot of um, other wrestlers kind of like in their element. Um, you have Noam Dar, <laughs> the one with Alicia, with Alicia, uh, with Alicia Fox. Um, but other than that, you don't have really a lot of the characters. They're still in that building process. They're still in that, you know, development process. But I feel like the Brian Kendrick and Tozawa is gonna be pretty damn good. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I agree. Um, they've been doing a great build on this match. Um, Kendrick is just amazing. From the bringing out um, Brian Kendrick instead of the Brian Kendrick uh, to dressing up like the security guard, uh, he's just he's been putting on a good show, and I'm just really excited to see where this ends. Yeah, I think Brian Kendrick is really in his element. In the bringing like the the Brian Kendrick, the former longest reigning WWE Tag Champion, the Brian Kendrick, has done a very good job with just a veteran presence on the on the cruiserweight or the 205 live roster. 
I think that he's really honed in his character and is allowing others who who are within a few with them to develop themselves. So I'm definitely looking forward to this continued progression. And now it's time for our third and final WrestleMania hot seat. And what you gonna do? This time, we're going to talk about WrestleMania locations. Ichi. My favorite WrestleMania location, um, I would have to actually mention two that I was in attendance of. I would have to say uh, WrestleMania 30, um, New Orleans, uh, Undertaker Brock, um, Batista, uh, Daniel Bryan, that that was definitely a a great WrestleMania. And I would also have to say uh, WrestleMania 22 in Chicago, one of the best cities, John Cena versus Triple H, Triple H put John Cena over, um, edge, man, uh, Mick Foley. It was definitely, definitely great times to be wrestling fans. Those cities, uh, were pretty, pretty fucking good. I'm going to go with Toronto. WrestleMania 18, that environment for The Rock versus Hulk Hogan, you can't even you can't even duplicate that unless you saw it live. The crowd hijacked the the announcers. You could not hear Jr. and the King speak over. They turned on The Rock. They turned Hogan face, who was with the NWO. That Toronto crowd, that Canadian crowd, it was it was it was something special. Yeah, I think my top. Uh... WrestleMania City would have to be Chicago. It's just always filled with energy, um, and I feel that adds to the atmosphere that is WrestleMania. You can tell that um, two of the three out here um, are from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, pretty much Chicago. The Bears. The Bulls. Deca. So we're going to finish it up as we're, as we're, from, as we're rounding up WrestleMania season. We have WWE Universal Champion Bill Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Predictions. Ichi, you first. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Uh, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> WWE Heavyweight Champion Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Bray Wyatt. I'm hoping Bray. Uh, I'm going to go with the Orton. The battle for the yard. The Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. I'm going with my boy, Roman Reigns. I'm going to stick with Taker. Got to be the Undertaker. The phenomenal AJ Styles versus SmackDown GM Shane McMahon. AJ Styles. Unless some type of heel turn happens, AJ Styles wins. I'm looking for AJ Styles to win in a Bullet Club-like fashion. I want him, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson to come and just wreck shop. Put the world on notice that the club still runs the business, especially with especially with it being WrestleMania season. United States champion Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. 
KO Mania 2, baby. We have John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. John Cena and Nikki Bella. I think John Cena and Bad Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) I think that we get The Miz and Maurice with a victory. Surprise. But we're all going to be victors because we're going to see John Cena propose to Nikki Bella. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Raw Women's Champion. Your favorite champion, Bailey versus Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, and Nia Jackson, a fatal four-way. Now that I think about this, is this is a very difficult one because now I can see what the fuck Jordan was talking about as far as Bailey being champion, but I'm going to go with Charlotte Flair. Sasha. <laughs> Sasha for the win and continue to turn the heel while she carries the belt. I'm going with uh, anyone but Bailey. <laughs> but but if I have to pick, I'll pick Nia. Ooh, look at that! Does Alexa Bliss does Alexa Bliss walk out of WrestleMania as women as SmackDown's women's champ? Not if um, not if Naomi comes back. If she doesn't, Alexa Bliss better stay freaking champion. I say uh, I say Naomi wins. Um, if she doesn't come back. Uh, I could see Carmella winning for some reason. Oh, I would, gosh. I would, I would actually no. be okay with that. I would be okay with that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Or James Ellsworth. Oh, U.S. Two matches in two nights. I think Oscar finally gets the call up. You know what? That would be good. That would be interesting. Again, Battle of the Capes. Neville versus Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Double A. Hey, I'm just going to say it's uh, April 2nd. It's going to still be Aries season, I believe. Got to be Austin Aries. Intercontinental Champion Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Got to go with my boy Baron Corbin. I also say Corbin. Twilight. Oh, the lone wolf. <laughs> Twilight? What did you say, Jordan? No. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go with the lone wolf, Baron Corbin. So, we haven't given many of the, haven't given tag teams much love, but we're going to talk about it right here. The club, Gallus and Anderson versus Enzo Mori and Big Cast, also versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Even though I personally would want Cesaro and Sheamus, I think that uh, the club continues to hold the belts um, through Mania. Which they should. Yeah, I feel it's too early for the club to lose. I'm going to go with the club. A.K. Vince strips the titles of the <laughs> club come Mania. <laughs> I, I want the I want the club to win. I want the club to win, but and I hope they win. But for some odd reason, I'm thinking Big Cass and Enzo Amore win. Add crickets. <laughs> 2017 Andre Giant Battle Royal. Who do you think wins? We don't have we don't have everybody confirmed, but 
take a wild guess. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Braun. Going with Finn Balor. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that too. Is um does does everyone's favorite mid card jobber, Sami Zayn, have a match for WrestleMania? That's Samoa Joe. <laughs> oh, poor Sammy. And I think we've almost ran our course at this point. So we're going to finish it off with as with WrestleMania season fastly approaching April 2nd. What are your WrestleMania uh, uh what are some things that you're most looking forward to with WrestleMania? I'm really looking forward to uh, a Goldberg loss, and I really, I'm really hoping they have some type of surprises. Like I want to see Finn back. I'd like to see Naomi back, and you know maybe the introduction of some new, some new blood. Yeah. Um, what I'm really looking forward to is uh, any other surprises that might um, brew from this year's WrestleMania. Um, also. Uh, Brock Lesnar win, a Roman win. Um, that's pretty much about it. I'm I'm kind of just like being that uh, spectator where I want to see what's going to happen, and I'm kind of gonna, you know, be uh, I want to be um, surprised. You know, I'm looking forward to Miz, just a just a Miz win. And honestly, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to just some uh, some well wrestled matches. And I'm I don't know who's going to steal the show, but I'm looking for I'm looking for someone to to make to create that WrestleMania moment. I think AJ is going to solidify himself as phenomenal on all on the grandest stage of them all. So that just about wraps it up here at the New Wrestling Alliance. Episode 10 is in the books. We have a lot of things coming on with the coming up for episodes 11, 12, 13, all the way to, to infinity and beyond. So look for us. Look for our YouTube channel. Look for our daily rankings. We're going to continue to have more guests on our shows. Remember, you can continue to interact with us on Twitter at WeAreNWA or on Instagram at New Wrestling Alliance. We're just very, very thankful for you all's continued um, listens, downloads, subscriptions. Just keep following us. Keep adding us. We're going to be around like a donut. Yeah. Any parting words on your end? Thanks for uh, listening, and remember, anyone but Bailey. <laughs> but I have to hashtag that. Ichi. Take it away. I'll have to say, I we honestly, 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 really appreciate all of you guys listening. Um, you don't have to take your time out, but you do um, to listen to us talk shit about wrestling. And um, we appreciate it. We appreciate um, everyone, your support. We love what we do. And um, I'll have to say, Black Lives Matter, Black Wrestlers Matter, and I'm out. As we head out, prayers and condolences to the Ross family. Jim Ross recently losing his wife. Once again, prayers and condolences to them. Episode 10 is in the books. 10. Thanks again for listening. Many things coming your way. We are the New Wrestling Alliance. I'm the man, P1 on J-Dub. 
My left, your right is F. Darius Ichi, signing off. Anyone but This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.